pandemic legacy apparently there's a pandemic if you guys didn't have enough fun you guys didn't want to live through it you can play it <laughs> you can too. play it too uh, by shoot for Sundays between 1 and 2 o'clock, so keep that handy. Um, SJW likes to show some of the prep, so that's what you caught a little bit at the beginning there if you <laughs> were watching live. So we are here. We've made it. We're into year two. SJW, could you imagine that you and I would not be that boy band that broke up that I... together in year two? <laughs> I, honestly, I am just I am very happy and excited about I almost just blew it too, so I had to think before I just spoke there. Because we do have some announcements. That yeah, we have announcements at the end of the yeah at the end of the podcast, at the end of the YouTube video, and at the end of this live stream, obviously. <laughs> whatever, you, whatever way you're watching. <laughs> but now that we are live and all that fun stuff, if you are able to join us, please do. We will send out all of the announcements on our social medias, and please like our Game Wild Twitch TV page now I know, we, we're here follow us. <laughs> follow us twitch tv slash game wild tv and also please note that if you are still listening to us on the podcast app or you are watching us on youtube that if you haven't already which you probably did but if you haven't like subscribe ring that bell give us five star reviews because you like us so much all those fun things please do that and now that we've got the sponsorship out of the way uh it is time to <laughs> Get into episode one. I feel, I feel like every two. time I feel like every time you talk about the the sponsorship, wild. it's like I feel like you, you think the more that we just say sponsorship, it'll just happen. Like if we just keep thinking it and saying it, it'll happen. Sponsorship, sponsorship, sponsorship. It's <laughs> so, what yeah. we are trying to accomplish in year two. It's one of our goals, but hey, we'll see what happens. But we're gonna start off with a twist. That's right. The question of the week is actually gonna do with games. But not the games that we normally talk about. This time, we're going to be talking about the old school of old school games. The tabletop board game. Hey, that's what was still... your favorite board game? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Boards game. All right, you say old school, but board games are very much still a thing. Like... I didn't say they're not a thing, but okay. I, but when okay. you talk about the fact that board games are the original games, right? Like, I mean, huh? these are like... Well, technically, dice you know, games taking... were. But I guess I mean, could technically, they kind of fall within that realm. I don't know. If people want to get a little bit hardcore about it. <laughs> now we're going to get into the history of games here back in the right, 1300 exactly. AD. So. <laughs> what were the Romans playing back in the 1200s? <laughs> exactly. So, with that being said, SJW, this is your question. So, why don't you go first? What is your favorite board game? You're putting me on the spot right here. Um, well, I mean, you're the one who came up with yeah, the question. No, so, I, I think you already I had... The answer already in the chamber. Well, well we also have a, a topic we're going to discuss too a little bit later with uh, our favorite combat board games. But um, so I got kind of a two for here. So 
I want to give a shout Steve. out. No, 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 no. I just want to give a shout out to one board game because it's recent. All my board games I've ever played. <laughs> but this one, but this one there's one us. that's special in my heart, but I'm shouting out all the other ones. Well, the I wanna... Monopoly guy. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Oh, dude, no. If I have a least favorite board game, it's Monopoly. But I'll still play it. That's the sad part. I hate Monopoly, but if somebody was like, if eight people were down to play Monopoly, I'm down to play Monopoly. So wow, that's like that's a scary game. That's like play. League of Legends. It's like an addiction. Right. Right? Well, no, so, I mean if you're gonna play with eight people on Monopoly, oh, that's yeah. gonna be really rough. <laughs> so if that's even possible. I don't even I know think how many places up to. No, no, I think you can have eight. Can you have six? Oh, or well, maybe. It's either six or eight. Um, all right, but anyway, so the shout out goes to because it's more recent. Um, Catan, Settlers of Catan. Have you ever played that? I have not, but you want to know what I I actually got a movie on demand that is about board games and championships mm -hmm. and like apparently settlers of Catan is like one of the biggest mm -hmm. like they win almost every year yeah. the like board game championship so they release like expansion packs all the time and ba basically yeah. what it is is you have these uh i think they're they're octagons octagon mm -hmm. tiles and mm -hmm. each side of the octagon has like a resource or something and you're just yeah. moving these pieces and trading resources with people to get what you want to do and then eventually, yep. you know, you put stuff together to win the game. And the expansion yeah. packs just add, like, more tiles, more resources, more players. Like, so, and they just keep building on this original octagon tile. Ow, 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 ow. So, it's, it's a really good game that a lot of my friends, even if they're not, like, super gamers into video games and stuff, they really mm -hmm. love that game. But my all-time favorite game, and this is an old-school game that's been around for quite some time, is Axis and Allies. I absolutely oh. love that board game. Have you ever have you ever played that? I have not. And Joe. we're gonna have this is what happens when we're live. This is what happens Joe. when we're live. We have kids that come in. We have kids that come in and break in and say hello. <laughs> hello. This is what live happens. This is what happens when we're live. This is the start of a brand new season. This is what I like to see. This is the new season. And we're live. And we have children say, jumping say around playing. So can you say, say hi, hi to everyone? Can, like, we're, live, we're live in the world. Say What's hello. up? Um, hello. <laughs> She's Whoa. saying hi. All right. She's excited. She's excited for season two. But you know what? It is actually good that she's here because she's getting into board games now, too. Really? And what has she been playing? We well, we got this game called Marvel Battlegrounds, which is pretty cool. So you get characters, the little figurines, and she's got three more that we have to open at some point. Marvel so. I'm... So we got we got like character wise and like you they're like um those specialty Funko packs where you like don't know who you're gonna get. Yep, yep, yep. Gotcha. So pretty much like what it is. So gotcha. that's what we got going on. But yes, yeah, season two starting off with a bang as I expected. <laughs> so my all right, but you, I'm more focused on the fact that you have not played Axis and Allies. No, I mean I've played Risk, but that's about that's probably the closest to ever that, I mean, that is. Yeah, Risk Axis and Allies is a lot more strategy dependent. Um, basically, Axis and Allies is it's a world map, and you have countries that start with units in it, like army men and tanks and stuff like that. And those units, you have to buy, you have resources every turn that you have to build up and, and continue to utilize. And those units, you have to move into other countries to actually to end up taking over, you know, other people's countries and stuff. Eventually, it's right. basically a reenactment of World War Two. Um, the one that I oh, played okay. anyways, World War Two. So, all right, but so with that said, all right. What do you got then? If you haven't played Axis Knowledge, you haven't played Catan. I'm very and if, and if it's not Monopoly, unless it is Monopoly. It is not curious. Monopoly. What, 
or risk. Sorry, risk. Risk is very like Axios. You know what I was thinking of when yeah, you said risk? That's what I was saying. No, I was thinking of what's that gate? Str Stratego. I was thinking of Stratego when you said risk. The game where you like click the people down or whatever or whatever the heck it's called. All right, so what do we got? What's your favorite? All right, it's a classic. It's old school. It is Clue. Clue. Okay, Clue. I can get down with Clue. I can get down with Clue. Did you ever play a game called Mystery Mansion? Sounds familiar. It's very similar to Clue, but it's like high tech. Like they, they had this little like computer thing that came with it, and it was pretty cool. But it was very similar to Clue. I I love being a good Clue game. I'm not gonna there you lie. Go. Yeah, Clue is definitely up there. So all right, cool. All right, so that's it. So that's Clue. So now that we've had the question of the week, what is your favorite board game? You can post on Facebook, or you could say it in the chat if you are around in our chat um, to start telling us what you think. So, so SGW. Well, what we're going to do is, um, I just want to let everybody know, too. So next time and every week moving forward, we're going to be posting either on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, uh, basically asking the question of the week before we go live. So the idea mm -hmm. is that maybe we can get some answers from you guys before we go live. We can actually talk about those games as well. It just gives us yeah, some can, more ideas. We can bring in, the, bring in our peoples. So let us so know. That, respond to that stuff. Yeah, so let's do it. But, you know, there's another thing that you'll be able to interact with us. Uh, Game Eats or gamer eats because we haven't been able to decide on a, on a uh, pod. So, hey, listen, this is a new system, so we're trying to figure it out. I think we're going to stick with game eats. I think yeah, that's I think what game, we've game eats. We're gonna go game eats. Yeah. So, this episode of game eats, we've decided to go with something uh, because it is the NFL playoffs that started this weekend. And what goes great with football but chicken wings? But as you all know, eating chicken wings can be very, very difficult when playing a game because it all gets all messy and your fingers get all sticky. So what can we do to simulate the buffalo chicken wing experience without all that sticky mess? Well, maybe Ruffles has created something that Here could be the, the Double Crunch Hot Wings Flavored Chips. So that's what we're going to try this week in um you know in the fact that you know the nfl playoffs have started and people absolutely oh, right. love to eat chicken wings during football parties and stuff like that um last year you know if you go back to season one and you go back to the first couple episodes um if people don't already know i'm a san francisco 49ers fan and they went to the super bowl against kansas city last year um justin was lucky enough to come to my house um to watch i was lucky enough to come to your house i was lucky enough to be invited to the one and only rough house plays domain well this was before all this covid stuff happened but however oh, okay, let us account <laughs> that the spread for that was pretty solid oh my god the food was great yeah. listen listen not for nothing everybody rough house knows how to cook, bread, cook a snack yeah all that stuff yep oh yeah so we had this like um beer machine so like, it's like a keg that yes. I had, like a special keg machine, um, which I still have, and it's super hard to buy little kegs for it, but whatever. I digress. <laughs> so, anyways, so we're getting back to that point where, you know, parties are happening, are going to be happening probably. People Hopefully. are still going to have Fingers it. Crossed. But how do you eat some fun food while playing a game without getting all that sticky mess on you? And we hope that these are the answers. So. With that being said, let's try it. What do you say? Let's just dig right uh, yeah. in and then we can talk about it. 
Yeah, I'm kind or of do excited. You want to talk about it before? Well, all right. Well, let's do, well, let's do a couple things, right? Because because we did have some important information here. So this is actually this is more of a typical chip. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think this is this is sold in the U.S. Right? So this isn't. It is sold in the U.S. Um, so this isn't like a foreign food. Because I think we did some uh, some Spanish. Yeah, we did a well. We did before. Mexico. Yeah. We did, uh, the queso ruffles uh, a couple weeks back. This is so. supposed to have. So, see, this is why I want to talk about this before we eat it. It's supposed to have, quote-unquote, two times the crunch. So let's make sure we take that into consideration. Um, yep, the thickness <laughs> of the chip, I think, is a little thicker than your standard yep. Ruffles chip. Uh, Frito-Lay was founded, fun fact, in 1932 by C.E. Doolin. Um, and there's mm. 29 snack brands today, 55,000 employees with, you know, honestly, I looked at some of these brands. I have not heard of any of these from Frito-Lay. Uh, Rolled Gold. The, the walking taco simply you ever heard of rolled gold those are like the pretzels no. oh that's what those are okay i yeah, i yeah. can picture them now but i i didn't know the okay. name was rolled gold you're picturing the bag gold. in your head now right? yeah it's like i'm just gold picturing gold blue. though yeah like a yeah uh-huh um maui so, style i haven't matador i haven't seen but so yeah, let's so, we really got to think about this double crunch when we when we rip into these right? yeah well you guys are going to be able to hear it and you <laughs> can <decide. laughs> all right all right so here we go so, right into the mic and is it any good? You know, we do. We will rate these. So, it smells good. Uh, it smells, like smells good. The 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 dusting doesn't feel too bad. Let's try it. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. okay. So, it's definitely a thicker chip. You know. You know, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that this does, in fact, have two times the crunch. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, you've had regular ruffles before, right? Mm-hmm. So those are, are like, like I'm, I'm picturing eating those. I wish I had a ruffle to compare, but those are substantially thinner from what I remember. Um, and these actually have, these are solid chips. You know what these would be good for, too? I, I don't know if they have. Yeah, just, yep, exactly. I don't, well, there I don't, you go, right? Because what do you usually have with, with chicken wings, like a ranch or a blue cheese? So mm-hmm. I would go for it. And I have to say, flavor's there. Yeah. Buffalo heat's there. I mean, it, it lives up to its name. Not too hot so, either. Nope, nope. Just enough spice. Um. You know, I've I've eaten a couple. You've eaten a couple. How do your fingers look? I'm trying to see if I can get a thicker one. Um, not bad. You know, that's you know, you mentioned dusting when you opened up the bag. And I will say there are some chips that like if you pull out the chip, right, and you look at it, it actually looks like there's like mounds of dust. Like it's they've like piled together, right? And that's that's usually a pretty big sign that there's too much seasoning on it. But this one doesn't seem to have that uh, that look. And because of that, not really getting too much dust on my hand though but i will say i forget what was the other chip was it the doritos that we had that was from mexico or no what, no the queso sorry that was queso. queso this does have more finger gush stuff than uh than those did so my, my fingers are definitely dirtier from this than from the queso uh that we had from mexico right so but overall uh oh we're both still eating them right <laughs> so it does give me a buffalo, a buffalo taste too. It's not just straight up spicy. It's buffalo. Yep. It's a buffalo wing. So, mm-hmm. 
I'm going to give these, uh, we're doing one out of 10, right? I'm going to give these a solid, I'm going to give these a solid, I, it's between eight and nine for me. It's All right, well, let me help you break the tie. Okay. I'm a nine. Mm, you're a nine? Oh, man. I see. I hate giving up high scores but because you, then it's that much harder. To, all right. Let me tell you why I gave it a high score like that. Right. Because it didn't disappoint. It checked all the boxes for me. It's okay. got the crunch. It's got the buffalo flavor to it. So it's reminiscent of eating the chicken wing in some respect, right? It, it The crunch is probably the key thing because, to be honest with you, there is nothing worse than a soggy buffalo wing. Okay. A crunchy buffalo wing is – I can almost forgive some of the taste of a buffalo sauce <laughs> if the wing is crunchy enough because it just – yeah. it, it, over, it overtakes it, right? So it covers that. The namesake is there. There's nothing that – like you know how you eat stuff sometimes and it's like, wow, that flavor is so way off. How the hell are they even calling it that? This is not the case. This hits every single checkbox. And the only reason it's not perfect is because, it quite like honestly, wow you or anything. it's not like, oh my well, god, this is amazing. It's it's going to be extremely difficult to get a perfect score. Yeah, okay. That's what I was going to say. So you sold me on a nine because you're right. It, I can't really find anything wrong with the chip per se. You know, like I said, it, it's like it, and the dusting isn't that bad, so it's not going to really dirty your controller up. I mean, it's not keep Cheetos, an eye on it, obviously. It's not, it's not Cheeto dust for sure. Um, like you said, it doesn't seem to – to like cover your hand so maybe that's why i was thinking an eight because i am thinking there's a little bit more dust than the previous chips that we tried and maybe that's what's leaning me towards towards that eight but but i'll go with a nine and i and i agree it's gonna be hard to get no 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 yeah right. i mean honestly we're gonna have to have a gourmet meal to have <laughs> probably so now accepting applications to come and cook on our podcast <laughs> i mean Heck, you know, we're going to try to expand and do some things that we'll talk about at the end of this podcast. So you never know. We could have some cooking classes in the in the midst as we expand <laughs> our horizons. But with that being said, we hope you enjoyed this uh, segment of Game Eats. That's what we're going to call it now, Game Eats. Um, the Buffalo Double Crunch Ruffles Edition. And please go to our facebook page we will be putting out some information about the next couple of snacks we have available and we want you guys to vote so we can find out what we're going to eat next because we have two more flavored chips to try out and then we're going to continue to work on different things um one is going to be a we never know we're going to try another type of dorito just to give you guys a kind of a preview of what we have there's a different type of Dorito that we're going to try. And there is kind of like your standard fair healthy snack, healthier snack that we have there for gamers who may be a little health conscious but still want to down some chips. So you'll be able to go on our Facebook page and see what those are and be able to vote for them. So with that being said, let's get into our first topic of the day, which is Related to our question, the question of the week. Of the week. Yep. Exactly. Which we try to do. Every so often, we're actually best, organized here on this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> the best board games of 2020. Which the, um, the article title, by the way, is pretty is, is pretty on point. Top of oh, the table. Okay. Top of the table. We um, love being on top of the table. So, or I don't know. Well, technically, the name of the article is the best board games of 2020. So I don't know if that's maybe a, a second. Right. I think out, top but... of the table is part is like their name for the for the actual 
like so, you know thing. So all right, so so now here we go. So I thought I because you had said you haven't seen or played Axis and Allies or Catan. I said you saw Catan, but you yeah, played it. Um, I was like, oh man, I must be like you know kind of the the board game expert here among the both of us, thinking you know I know a little bit about board games. Now I'm go I'm going through this list, and already the first two. I have no oh. freaking idea what these are. I've never I, uh, seen these. Let's just say that what we're saying here, we have I've never played any of these before. Honestly, nope. never. So this one, the first one is Athenium Mystic Library. Publisher is Renegade Game Studios. Uh, I have no Atlantis Rising, which, which I mean they've they made a lot of games based on Atlantis, so I guess that makes sense. Publisher is Elf Creek Studios. Dune Imperium. Which actually sounds vaguely familiar, uh, but it's like a sci-fi board game. Then we got Forgotten Waters by Played, or sorry, wow, Played, Plaid. Jesus Christ, Plaid Hat Games. Yeah, you know, English sometimes for me is a little is a little difficult. Um, it's extremely difficult. <laughs> Fort with the publisher Letter Games or Leader Games, however that's pronounced. Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, which I think I have heard of that one as well. Um, I think it says it's a fantasy campaign adventure. I think that's uh, kind of like along the lines of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so I guess where have we been, Joe? What, like, what have we been doing to not have ever Playing video seen? games? I guess, Playing yeah, I, I guess you know we don't we don't usually talk about board games on this channel, but this definitely does pique my interest a little bit into the world of of board games. Um, I know. Oh, what was the thing we went to? Remember that? Remember? Oh no, that well, that was Dungeons and Dragons, right? So remember the thing we went to at PAX? Yeah, well, there was like a Cybertron one for Transformers. There was a bunch of different kinds that were there. So yeah, so that that's uh, this is I don't know, just very interesting that there's this many board games, and I've pretty much just been, you know, beelined in focus on uh, you know Axis and Allies and Katana. Apparently, and uh, I've only been playing Clue, Monopoly, and Trouble. <laughs> well, see, Clue, oh. Monopoly. And, and battle tips. You're not an American, or you didn't like have a childhood if you didn't grow up playing Clue, Monopoly, and Trouble, right? Like, or hungry, hungry, or, hungry or hippos. Is that a hungry, board hungry game? hippos? Is on there? I guess. Yeah, that's technically uh, Connect Four, classic. Oh, Connect Four. You know, okay, yep, yep, yep. And then, um, you know, Battleship. Like I said, Battleship. Oh, Battleship. You have some my Battleship. Oldie but goodie. There, that's a good one. Battle shops. Oh. Have you played that? Those no, I've not played face. Battle Shots because <laughs> I, I'm a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right. So here's something I do want to bring up. Uh, a couple other games first. So we had Mariposas by Alderac Entertainment Group. Uh, Pandemic Legacy. Apparently there's a pandemic. If you guys didn't have enough fun doing you guys the didn't Pandemic want to live in 2020, it, you can play it, <laughs> you can too. Play it too. Uh, by Z-Man Games. There's also Tainted Grail, The Fall of Avalon, Awakened Realms. Um, and that's it. So, but here is my thing. Where's chess and checkers? I mean, I mean, we're, we're talking about some of the first games. I'm pretty sure chess and checkers were probably the first two, if not the first two board games. Board game. Yeah. Checkers probably checkers probably. Um, and now I say this, this is twofold and I don't know if you know this. Do you guys, do you know, I gotta, I gotta look up his name because I totally forgot what his the the team liquid uh chess player no i don't talking about nope uh oh hikaru nakamura or hikaru wow jesus hikaru jesus i've heard his name so many times hikaru nakamura how you make fun of me so he's saying last name apparently can't say first names so no i can't i can't say names period so sorry it wasn't liquid it was tsm 
TSM signed um, a grandmaster five-time champion in Hikaru Nakamura. This guy streams on Twitch now. And mm-hmm. since all of this has transpired, and this is one of the reasons why TSM signed him, chess has been blowing up online. It's, yeah, like, sure. it's, it's like people realize you don't need a chess board physically in front of you to play chess. And now people, which you could always, you know, back when we had Windows 95, there was like chess you that chess. you could play. Um, mm-hmm. So we've always had access to that, but it's just now seemingly getting popular online. And people mm-hmm. are streaming it and like big streamers too. I think XQC was actually learning how to play from uh, Hikaru. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when, when this happened, but uh, he's also learning how to play. So it's like, oh, it's just it's crazy to think that now in 2021, chess has with, with, withstood the test of time and is one of the uh, more popular games to be playing online. So you haven't seen anything about that? No, I haven't. And that's because I live in a rock. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to touch on that. I thought it was interesting. The, uh, the, uh, the most popular board games out there right now. I'm going to keep an eye out for some of those that clearly we have never seen before. So clearly, but one day, one day, hopefully we'll get one of those. So now let's move on to some Debbie Downer news because SJW thought it was good to bring people down. All right. Start of season one. We have to be, we have to be informative on this cast rough house. And honestly, listen. This is – so you can't look at it like that. We have to – it's a celebration of death, right? Isn't that what people say? I mean, celebration of life, actually. Or, sorry, celebrate – yeah, it depends on what you say. What <laughs> that, I guess? Celebration wow. of life. So, but that's – but, like – Bang up job. So, did you actually – actually, this guy, the Tetris champion. So, for those of you guys spoiler listening – Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Jonas Neubauer, uh, legendary Tetris player, he died at the age of 35 uh, – Thirty-nine. Sorry, thirty-nine. 39. Thirty-nine. And uh, yeah, it's been a long week for me. All right, give me a break. And um, so he I, did. You ever see the clip of him playing versus like that twelve-year-old flip online, or that twelve-year-old kid? It's it's like, that like the Nintendo was that like the Nintendo World Champions or something? Or is I that... think so. It's it's a pretty viral clip where and the kid beat him head, and the kid barely beat him. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why that was a big deal. Because um, I didn't know, because I saw that clip and I was like, "Wow, what do you know? A twelve-year-old, you know, Asian beat some white dude at Tetris. Like that doesn't surprise me. Like, <laughs> so it's like that's video games for you. But um, that was one of the only times that he actually got beaten. So apparently, from 2010 to 2018 or something like that, and it says it in this article, 2017, he won seven times, like world championship. So, and wow. I think so there must have been eight world championships in there, right? It was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17. Okay, yeah. See, that confuses me because I'm thinking 2017. Zero count is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so he actually won seven times. So I think putting two and two together, and I don't know for sure, but I think that video of him and that kid was the one time that he lost. And that, that was why that was a big deal. Because I, I always wondered, like, why is this particular world championship with Tetris such a big deal? And that was why. And, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you, you, you know what I'm talking about when you saw that, right, mm-hmm. with how freaking fast they go like were you ever good at tetris <laughs> oh not as good as them i mean i was okay but not like crazy monster blaster type you know? uh, yeah it's it's uh i don't know it's crazy to see what they do so i don't know i just i wanted to bring it up because the other thing i actually i wanted to say earlier and i, I held it for the podcast um and I, I wanted to talk to you about this too it's kind of unfortunate to me i think that 
we have people like this in the gaming industry as well that get so many a cop like ninja ninja's gonna get recognized because he's ninja because he's like the face of gaming same thing with shroud and, and all these other big names because they're playing the right games i guess so to speak right mm-hmm. like they're playing the game that's most popular right now and then you have people that are really into the retro games a lot of older people as well like older generations like this guy who just absolutely crushed the field for so long and i bet you barely anybody knows who this guy is anymore and you know i think that that's kind of unfortunate because i think that it takes a lot of skill to play tetris at that level it's insane it takes a lot of skill to play any video game at at a high level i think that's uh, a lot of people underestimate that still to this day even though gaming is becoming such a huge thing and it's just unfortunate so that's kind of one of the reasons why i wanted to so if you don't know who Jonas Newbar was, now you do. He is bomb at playing Tetris, but unfortunately he's no longer with us and will not be winning any tournaments any longer. So if you're a Tetris player, that means you might have a chance to win a tournament now. So um, the, the other guy too, man. Oh, there was another one, yes. This one, this one hit home for you. Yeah, this 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 sucks. Um. So Brad Venable died as well. And if you guys don't know who that is, he was one of the voice actors in the Final Fantasy VII remake, which just recently came out. He also actually um, voiced over Devil May Cry 5, which is another huge game. So I'm actually trying to see which character he voiced. I know he... the V's comp- All right, so he was Griffin and Nightmare in Devil May Cry 5. He did some World of Warcraft stuff. I think he did multiple. Yeah, he said it does multiple side characters in Final Fantasy uh, VII Remake. So he actually did a lot of different side characters. But uh, he did some major, major uh, voices for Devil May Cry Five and Call of Duty Black Ops. And he also did the uh, Daz English dub on Attack on Titan, which is pretty cool as well. Have you, did you watch hmm. Attack on Titan? I have not. No. Pretty very good anime. What's very the last? Very... What's the last anime you watched? I was watching One Piece for a little bit. I was getting back. I was getting into that, and then, you know, life happens. So. Oh, did I show you the display that Steph got me for One Piece? No. Oh, dude. You have to show me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, maybe I'll show you after then. I yeah, we'll it. show show you after. Yeah, I was, we'll I was post gonna it go on our, get it. <laughs> but we'll post it. We'll post it on the social media. So if you haven't yeah. followed us on social media or on our Facebook or Twitter or all that stuff, why don't you join our group and. Then you'll be able to see the disc plate that uh, SGW got for Christmas. I love them. You so, can see a lot in the background, too, in the live You can see a lot. YouTube, yes, but, you can. The uh, target bag especially is pointing out to me. That's it. Really <laughs> I know. Every time I look back there, I always see that target bag. Uh, you know, that's actually from your office, too. <laughs> um, all right. So there's, there's I guess, the somber portion of the podcast. So I do apologize, Joe, but I did uh, want to get it out there. Because voice actors don't get a lot of credit, too, I think. So, um and you know it's crazy because uh, he did dragon ball super apparently too some characters probably, uh-huh. probably nobody big but he probably did some of the side characters and um it's crazy to think like if i growing up you listen to goku the voice actor like the whole time and then and then he dies and you see who he is and then you see who he actually is you hear his real voice and then you realize well shit if this show is still going this guy can't voice my character my favorite character anymore so like yeah this isn't gonna be the same you know it's not um and a lot of people, people can get close but all right, so what so is up next? next? Well, next it looks like we've got a another acquisition, Epic Games trying to uh, build their repertoire. 
has now announced a new acquisition of Rad Game Tools. The goal is to make a better Unreal Engine. So, it's a technology business, Rad Game Tools. So, it's not a game. It's something that people have built out to make gaming better or make uh, development of video games better. I think the so big... software development company. That's what it says they are, a software development company. Well, the biggest they thing... Appears in close to 25,000 games and are leveraged by the world's leading gaming companies, including Epic. So... They, um... The, the biggest thing that sticks out to me, which, by the way, if you go to their website, radgametools.com, <laughs> you can tell they're not, like, an actual game. They're, they're just, like, they just provide software and stuff, because it's mm-hmm. it looks like a website from, like, 19... 19- <laughs> so. Yeah, and in short, it says that uh, you know they are doing rendering, insights, and audio for Unreal Engine. So in animation. Um, oh so well, they, the big thing I guess why Epic wanted them, and it's this thing down here. If you go to their website, it says Oodle. Um, apparently, they did something with data compression, which is really why Epic wanted them. I guess I guess they actually already helped Epic with compressing Fortnite, so that Fortnite can run a little bit uh, smoother on, on consoles. So, um, and it says Oodle data compression gives you the fastest lossless generic data decoding in the world. Build your data faster, pack your data smaller, cross-platform, and easy to use. Um, maybe that was one of the advantages that was cross-platform because I know Fortnite was one of the one of the pilots and, and mm-hmm. real leaders in pushing everything to be cross-platform um, alongside right. things like Rocket League and, and stuff like that. So, um, but what, what blows my mind is in their statement, like you said, they want to continue to, to improve Unreal Engine. So the fact that they're picking up an entire company to improve on, like, to me, like, how do you improve Unreal Engine? Like, like that thing, Unreal Engine is so good. It has been around since, like, the dawn of gaming, and it has consistently been at the top tier of, like, all games use this, right? So many yeah. good games use Unreal Engine. So the fact that they're picking up another company to just further support that entire project in Unreal Engine is is pretty cool. Um, I'm very curious to see what they come up uh, come up with in the next year or so. You remember the the video that we saw, right? Which one? The the, the Unreal Engine. Oh yes, yes, back back. Yep. Mm-hmm. With like the cave and, how, and the water. It was like stuff. a bootleg Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, like that looked gorgeous. Now, granted, you yeah. know whatever they show you usually isn't exactly what's in the game. <laughs> Cyberpunk. <clears throat> um, but you know, <laughs> it still still looks really good, and especially on a computer. Obviously, Unreal Engine has more capabilities to actually really pull that stuff. Yeah, out, and so. I mean, it looks like Epic's really pushing because in that article, it also states that they've purchased a huge uh, mall um, where it's going to be their new global headquarters. So Epic is uh, getting bigger. Oh, you know, so. it's funny. I actually saw a separate article on that too. I didn't realize it. They mentioned it in this article. Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. a million squares, square feet. Square feet. Jesus yeah, Christ. Right. Wait, did they say where it was? Yeah, Cary, North Carolina, I believe. Oh my god! If you click the article too, the the first picture that shows up is it says Stark it's Industries. Stark <laughs> Industries, yeah. and then it says this is not what it's gonna look like. Well, yeah, this is. I think, yeah. if I know this correctly, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, this is this Stark Industries picture is uh, from Chapter Two, Season Four, last year. It was a it was a section in Fortnite that you could visit, because um, they, they changed it all the time. So that's that's insane. I mean, Epic is growing at an incredible clip, which I mean, between Epic and Riot, 
I mean, they pretty much have a stranglehold on the uh, the gaming industry right now, right? That's pretty much it, yeah. And with that segue, see what I did there? Let's go to our final seg. Uh, well, final well, kind of story. Final. Yeah, yeah, kind of story. final story. Well, we got the segments <laughs> and all that fun stuff. But um, he mentioned it prior in a cough. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be giving away free DLC. Uh, we just wanted to mention it. Uh, it's kind of an older thing, but it's good to just let people know if they haven't known that um, there's still ongoing issues with Cyberpunk, and I guess this is kind of an olive branch in some respect by giving away free DLC. Um, what it entails, no one knows. When is it supposed to happen? No one really knows. But um, at least it's not an expansion DLC that you're going to have to purchase. It will be free. Um, hopefully it will be robust and will give people something to feel better about their purchase if they kept the game. Yeah, and I mean, it's I, this was pretty much a requirement at this point, right? Cyberpunk. Well, like. I mean, nothing's technically <laughs> a requirement as much as it's like, hey, do your fans justice, I guess. Yeah. So, well, that's what I but, mean. Like, if they didn't do this, they would have been everybody would have. Uh, they're already kind of in it, though. I mean, yeah. at this point in time, there's not much stuff they can build out goodwill outside of doing stuff like that. So, yeah. well, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, so you messed with my order. I thought no, I thought that you were gonna there. say. Oh my gosh, I did. I didn't even yeah. see that. I was trying to. I was trying, to, I was trying wow. to segue from from Epic to to Riot, and then he's like, "Yeah, that segue." And then he's like, "Our kind of top." And I was like, "Okay, okay, I like where he's going with this." And then he's like, "And Cyberpunk," and I'm like, "Wait, what?" You know why? Because <laughs> Cyberpunk. So, guys, a little bit of inside it's the bolded. inside the the curtain here. He bolded the free DLC, but did not bold the Riot Games 2021 preview. Therefore, <laughs> so therefore, I kind of like overlooked the Epic Games, the Riot Games 2021 preview. Unbelievable! So, wow! Unbelievable, man! Just hey, ruined. you know what? This such is a great. beautiful this is great for our first uh, first episode of season two, where we just you know try to build a. a, a a bridge and then it starts to fall apart a little bit and now we're running to get to the end of it so let let us now go to the riot games 2021 preview what a segue um yeah now now that we have the best segue um so i i i imagine you didn't have ever watched this show i don't know if um, you, or read about all it. this you, like league of legends this? stuff yeah well no. it's not it's not just league of legends um Basically, what Riot did was on Twitch, uh, Friday, I think it was, at 7 a.m. Pacific, they mm -hmm. went live and they were talking about basically the 2021 season for Riot and what's in store uh, for everything. Now, one thing I wanted to, which stuck out, or stuck out to me, and I'm not sure, I don't know if this was intended or purposely or, or what, Valorant was not spoken about that presentation they spoke about league of legends they spoke about team fight tactics and they spoke about legends of Runeterra. and they and they spoke about the other games that are that they're coming out with uh one of those being ruined king which mm -hmm. is that rpg game type thing which i think we talked about a few podcasts ago yeah. um but they didn't talk about valorant and i'm very curious as to if that means like they're just tossing valorant out like they don't really want it or if they're treating it separately because it's a shooter, like, like I, don't, I don't know. Um, but anyways, I don't know. Looking at this, it feels a lot like a. Um, it felt more 
like a League of Legends style well, focus. So it was. So if you, I mean, their that game could is be why. I mean, all of it, all of these are League of Legends things, and Valorant isn't League of Legends, right? It's its own separate piece that's not connected to the League of Legends world. Or am I wrong there? No, 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 no. It it is just not. It's probably least connected from all of them, but it is meant to yeah. be a part of that universe. But like, look as as an example, right? Scroll all the way down. And if you scroll up a little bit, you'll see all these links. And it says Esports, Legends of Runeterra, Teamfight Tactics, League of yeah. Legends, Wild Rift, and League of Legends. Those are the games they went over. Valorant mm-hmm. wasn't one of them. They yeah. even went over they even went over League of Legends Wild Rift, which is their mobile version of League of Legends. Which yeah, but they're, they're probably trying to push that a little bit more. I think that's probably why. So. I don't know, man. It just seems really weird to me. I'm, I'm actually going to look into that and see why that was. But... Um, I don't know. So, so anyways, you're scared about a game that you don't play. I, well, you've never really played. I'm not scared. I'm just curious because Valorant. Yeah, yeah. I, I always am very curious. Maybe we should download Valorant and play it on Friday Night's podcast. I mean, I've, I've already free played. Play. It. It's free. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, we could do that. We could try that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've already played. It. I'm down to play it with you though, because I. Uh, it's it's a good game. It's like CS:GO mm-hmm. meets. Um, oh Jesus! What is it? Here, what kind of hero is this storm? It's an Overwatch. It's like CSGO meets Overwatch, right? And I really like it, um, but I'm always curious when any game, whether it's a game that I like or dislike or whatever, I'm just curious to see its life cycle, right? And Valorant, when they announced, when Riot was like, hey guys, we're releasing the next and better CSGO, everybody's like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. And so if that game is going down the path of like it was overhyped and now it's mm-hmm. just going to fall into oblivion. Um, it's a MOBA. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's just, that. I'm just interested to see why that was, you know, what well, was it about the game that didn't catch it? What was it that didn't stick? And maybe that's another, you know, discussion for the podcast. Discussion but, right. Um, but so anyways, the, the rest of this, this whole thing, basically they went over the, the new season for uh, League of Legends 2021. One of the big things is that, um, all of the like the LEC, the LCS, the LCK, these are all the regions for League of Legends. They're all getting overhauls with like their graphic design and, and just how they're operating. Um, so that's pretty cool. The NA LCS, as an example, has a completely different format in regards to the teams playing each other each season. They're actually playing more games this year than, than any other year. Um, the coolest thing, though, man, like I don't know how much you're into the, the lore of League of Legends or any of that stuff. Or, or Not at all. It. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 loop the lore of this game into everything so well. Like some well, of these cinematics yeah. are, are you have to. Mm-hmm. Well, you do have to, but I think that's what Riot has caught on to, and that other people have not. Riot is no longer just a games company. Riot is a storyteller. Riot mm-hmm. is is art, right? They mm-hmm. they they create a game and they go, let's take this game and blow it the hell up into this big piece of art with cinematics and drawings and characters and storylines and and it it just really makes you fall in love with these games and um the cinematics that they showed during this event were so on point they get you hyped they give you goosebumps because you're looking at you like that's my favorite character from the game and he looks badass in the cinematic and now it starts putting a voice behind the characters and and this whole storyline and all that stuff and um it really gets people to just want to be a part of that um, you know that Rune Terra community, and um, you know, and they, they announced some stuff for Teamfight Tactics. There's a new season, Legends of Rune Terra. They they gave the roadmap for the rest of the year on the Twitter as well. Um, and Wild Rift, they're going to start actually 
pushing out to people now as well. And I still don't understand how you play a MOBA on mobile. I, I mean, I know it's like half the word there, MOBA, mobile, but like, ah, it doesn't, doesn't work for me. The, the dual twin stick controls, not doing it for me for MOBA. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you can always play it on a tablet, so I guess that probably I, is where it's kind of pushing. You know what I can do it? Because I actually got this. And they have like those controllers too now, so I, that you can connect your phone and stuff. So maybe that's another thing you got to put put into account. So. So I was just gonna mention that the the problem with because I have one of those for my phone. Yeah. The problem is all it does is it gives you basically the two handles that protrude out the side. Yeah. So as far as the buttons are concerned, your joystick is still on the screen. To me, that yeah. feels so weird to not have like a tactile thing to press mm -hmm. for a joystick and I just sliding that. it on the screen, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But apparently, Wild Rift is catching on and everybody loves it because it's League of Legends, so yeah. um, I guess it's, it's probably not, just going to do well. It's no Valorant, that's for sure. Yeah, apparently it's not Valorant, but yeah, I'm, I'm down. Maybe we'll do that this Friday. Okay. So. Sounds good. So, with that being said, listen, guys, we are going to be skipping uh, Rough House deals this week, um, so I'm going to push it over to uh, SJW so he can go over the game releases, and then we're going to have some major announcements. So why don't you go at it, SGW? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so it's kind of weird not uh, not having me do Rough House deals, man. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it this time. <laughs> I'm well, excited for the announcement, deal. though. Well, I'm we have big deals happening. So Rough House deals is kind of like what we're gonna our announcements, right? Because they're pretty big deals. So maybe oh, oh, we I could just say we're going. Maybe we could just say we're going out of order this time, and we're gonna do game releases first, and then we're gonna have the big deals at the end. Oh, so now you're now you're gonna try to take the the save the best for last uh, bit from me now? Great, well, great. Just, for, just well, listen. I don't even have anything two, now, Episode man. one. Let's start doing things differently, guys. New season, new rules. My God! All right. So, anyways, we have. All right, what do we got? We got Glyph. Glyph for Switch on the 11th. Not a lot of games coming out again. I feel like January, the end of December, and then January comes out. You're gonna start seeing stuff coming out late February, early March. That's when things start to pick up again. But yeah. who knows? With all the stuff that happened with the pandemic, everything's kind of out of whack. So. Yep. Yeah, 100. Um. So Glyph for the Switch is a 3D platformer. Uh, you explore expansive non-linear levels, survive, you know, traps, enemies, uh, you develop skills and stuff like that. And apparently, uh, this game has endless speedrun potential. So this might be uh, a pretty big thing if people pick this up as kind of a speedrunning game. I know that definitely picked up in popularity. You, you know that uh, that thing on Twitch, uh, Good Games Done Quick? Yeah, that's uh, that's speedruns, right? Yeah, it's all speedruns. They actually did follow yeah, this think... this weekend. Yeah, and I think when we were at PAX East, they had like a huge thing where people yep. were doing speed runs and stuff that you could sit down and watch. So oh, that stage live. or whatever, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that comes out on the 11th for only the Switch. King Arthur, Knight's Tale for Steam or PC on January 12th. Uh, it says it's a unique hybrid between turn-based tactical games and traditional character-centric RPGs. It's a tactical RPG, dark fantasy, typical, you know. Stuff, swords and shields and crowns and all that good stuff. Skellboy Refractured comes out on January 13th for PC as well. You are playing as Skippy the Square Flexible Skeleton uh, in an action in an action RPG. Uh, it's it's an indie developed game too. It looks like it's from Umekai or Umaiki 
Games, uh, developed and published, so 100% indie developed game there. Uh, definitely looks interesting, so I'll go ahead and check it out. Then we have MXGP 2020, which is uh, another way of saying motocross. Uh, so a motocross game coming out. That's actually for the PS5 there, though, on January 13th. Yeah. And last but not least, which actually I didn't even – apparently Roughhouse knew this was a thing. I did not. I own the game, so I, I Oh, wait, for what system? Uh, Xbox. So for the one? Yeah, I believe it was either the one or 360. I can't remember now. It's I was gonna so say. Long. I was just gonna say. I'm getting old. God, Why am I asking you if it's the 360 or not? Like, get the prices wrong with me. Um. <laughs> so Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, complete edition. So the game's already been mm-hmm. out. Uh, PC, yeah. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and da da da. Get that Stadia in for the new year. <laughs> I still, you know what? Their plan is just super long term, Joe. It's yeah, just games. all the long term. It's good. Stadia is gonna make it. We're fine. So. They're gonna make it, and and you know what else? Who else is gonna make it? The Game Wild podcast is gonna make it because we have oh. some <laughs> great announcements for twenty twenty one. And let's go with the first announcement. RPW. I'd like you to do. I'd like you to to pull it up on your screen so that it shows and overlays over our thing. Yeah, over our our live. I got you. here because I think. It needs to be said that we have decided after conversations and trying to figure out how much we want to invest in building this podcast, we've decided to um, build a website. And here so you go, we ladies done. and gentlemen. Here we have the website. So you can actually see the website our stream in, is embedded in there too. Yeah, um, so it's going to be tough to see all of it. but uh, So it's kind of the middle part right here. You can see that our stream is actually streaming live on the website as well because we've embedded all that you can find everything you need to know about game wild on this brand new website um we and the have, poll don't get the poll it, well the poll okay yes so <laughs> as i said about facebook we also have the poll here as well where you can vote on either doritos flamas tacos or more <laughs> ruffles ruffles baked cheddar and sour cream um Wow, we have so much stuff coming down the pike, but this is probably one of the biggest announcements that we want to share with you. Game-wild.com. We will have it in the notes for you guys as the special surprise. So we'll star it and everything. So you'll probably probably know about this if you read the notes. And not for, and not for nothing. Give, read the notes. Give credit where credit's due, Joe. I mean, uh, you, you were primarily the one to put together this website. I did a couple of things, you know, setting up some accounts and stuff like that. But uh, very, very nice finished product thus far. Very excited to start to put some more content on here. But uh, yeah, we're yeah, just absolutely. gracias to Roughhouse Blaze for this. this yeah, great. it's really all about content that we're going to try to start building up and, and get through. So please visit our website. We're also going to post it on our social media so people can go to it and um, check it out. So Hold that's on, the biggest. Though. Yeah. You said Doritos Flamas Tacos. Is Tacos actually a part of that chick name? Oh my god, no. Did I say Tacos? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have Mexican food on the brain, apparently. So that's, that's, Well, because we were good. talking about the Mexican chips that we had before. And yeah, Flamas, right. so wait, aren't, those, aren't those Mexican chips? Well, that's also chips, a Mexican yeah. <laughs> um, thing. And, it, and, and if you guys don't know what it is, you can click on the words of the poll, and it will take you to the website so you can see the chips. So you can make a full-fledged decision, just not off the name, 
but you can actually click on it yeah. and it will take you directly to the to the chip website so you can take a look at it as well um listen that's probably the biggest announcement in regards to something that's already out and about for you guys we are planning on trying to maybe at least once a month maybe bi-monthly try and interview people not just um people who develop games like we had last year with orb rivals but also to get streamers on people who have uh built a community to to kind of not only learn from them but also try to build our community by joining with them in some ways so look forward to some interviews look forward to us uh trying to meet people if you guys have any suggestions shoot us a message on facebook um there is a contact page you can contact us through that contact page um, it shows you how to get to us on Facebook, shows you how to get to us on Twitter, and there's a form there you can fill out and it will go to our uh, GameWild TV Gmail account if you have any questions or anything like that as well. So um, those are probably some of the bigger things that we want to try to do is get content creators and, and get interviews with game creators and do more of that. And, you know, hopefully if this pandemic slows down a little bit and we're able to see each other again, maybe even try to do streams together physically where we're doing other things like playing games we talked about board games and stuff like that all those like little crazy things trying to put all that together so that we can kind of you know interact with you more because that was probably one of the biggest things we lacked in um 2020 was the fact that there was not a lot of interaction and i'm not surprised because let's face it guys building this stuff takes time it takes energy and effort, and we're trying to put everything we can into it with our busy lives, and we're doing this because we have a passion and an excitement for it. So, But that passion and excitement will only grow with you. So that's why we want to try to do these live streams now, interact with people on an easier basis. So with that being said, here's to a great 2021. SGW, you have anything to say to, to end um. the cast bro uh, you uh i mean you covered all of it i am super excited for the website super excited for the the shop as well uh the fact that we're able to oh, get yeah. the, uh, the merchandise mm-hmm. up too so there's yeah actually a... can you you want to post that up there real quick and show people on the yeah. live stream and on youtube so all he has to do is click on shop although it does link to um stream elements and there's a stream element shop that is set up where you can purchase such lovely things as a over-the-top sweater because they call that like uh, the hoodie, hoodie sweaters hoodie. Like over the yeah, yeah. yeah but they, like you put it over they save zip up hoodies now and stuff like that um you can get a mouse pad uh cut kiss cut sticker which i still don't know what that actually means um and, you well, get most a importantly most importantly you can get a coffee mug because why wouldn't yeah. you want to look at game wild every morning for some fresh cup of Exactly, and um, or Game Wild T-shirt for that matter. So they're all there, and um, th- we do make a profit on this, but it is a minimal one because we want it to be affordable. So if you think these prices are high, these are probably the lowest prices we could put on, where we'd make some semblance, and in some cases we break we even. Make, so I think we make ten cents on one of them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a sticker. That's why it's two dollars oh, and ten cents. Yeah, which yeah. my <laughs> wife says we should move it up to two fifty, so people will be like, "That's not weird." So, but we wanted to make some profit, but not cut it. So, anyways, there you go, guys. This has been episode one of season two. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed year one with you, and we look forward to doing this more often. Live streams, we're going to try to do them Sundays at 1 o'clock, but 
figure between one and two because of all of our schedules. Um, and yeah, I, we will see you next week on a live edition of Game Wild. And then on Monday mornings, the podcast will drop. And on Monday afternoons, you will be able to see the YouTube version of this as yes. well. Or go to our now, you can go to our Twitch channel and watch this. So you can do that too. So there's going to be tons of ways for you to be able to do it. Or even better, go to our website where all of this stuff is now going to be embedded. So you can go to Game Wild and get it all in one spot. You can go and see previous episodes of our YouTube uh, channel. You can get previous episodes of our podcast. And you're also going to be able to see previous videos from our Twitch channel. So there you go, guys. It's all there. Stop shop. So there you go. With that being said, it's time to sign off on another edition of Game Wild and episode one.